0: So without wasting much time, um, Mercy Emmanuel is on the space and we just get started. She's going to introduce herself. We want to know about her. We know she's Mercy Emmanuel and she she's a growth marketer, growth man, dead of growth at Zen. So hello Mercy.
1: Hi, Joshua. Hi, good afternoon. How are you today?
0: Doing great. Are you also
1: very well? Very well,
0: awesome. So, you want to introduce yourself? We don't know you,
1: (laughs) all right. Uh, hi, I'm Mercy Emmanuel. I currently am the head of growth for Zen Finance. Uh, Basically, my core responsibility is to drive growth. Um, Across all the Zen Finance products, which includes the Zen Finance app, which is a decentralized savings um, platform that helps people to save their money in USD to hedge against inflation and um, currency devaluation. Uh, We also have other products like the Zen Bridge, which is the first um, on-ramp, off-ramp crypto to fiat um, um, payment API. We have the Switch Wallet, which is an enterprise um, wallet, um, know, the first African-owned enterprise wallet for businesses, so that now businesses can be able to generate um, wallets for their users, and um, without having to use um, international, other expensive and international um, wallet providers. Then, um, I we also have other products like the um, Auto Yield. The auto yield is the, you know, um, it's our yield platform that helps um, users to get, um, help our users to get the best yields on the decentralized finance um, space. So, yeah, I lead growth across all these products and all the other products that we are building and then finance.
0: Wow, that's that's awesome. I already have a whole book of questions coming out from... <laughs> from everything you said about yourself, about the product, but I don't want to jump the gun. I wouldn't want to go ahead of myself. Um, so that was awesome. My next question, uh, have you always been about growth? Like, was were you always about growth? Was your career line when you started, when you set out, was it about growth? Did you study anything growth-related school? How did your growth career, how did the story start? What got you interested in growth?
1: Okay. Uh i think when when i when i was in university or when i first started my career i don't think growth marketing was a thing i mean as much as it was, it's a buzzword now it wasn't uh-huh. that much of a buzzword at the time of
0: course.
1: Uh, so uh-huh. i i studied law in the university i went to law school and all that however when i was in uni i already started um in marketing so i started working for um i started my, my first marketing experience with nokia So I was handling, at the time I was a student brand ambassador for Nokia, but I was doing a little extra in that I was doing market research analysis for Nokia in university. And so at the time I didn't know it was, you know, how important it was. I just, it was just fun. Just find out what people liked about the product, what they thought about it. You know, just communicate that to my team lead at the time. And then I did a couple of other um, gigs. In uni, that around the same uh, market research and stuff like that. I worked for Durex um, my Racket and Benkisa and some other products Um, Guinness. And, uh, we did the, the research for Guinness, uh, African, what was that thing? I think it was African Stout. Those are specialized. I existed for a bit, um, African special, African special. Yes. So we did market research for that and across, uh, about five universities. So all this was just fun and games when I was in uni. And then I finished uni and then went to law school. My first job, okay. Like before then, I did a, I handled a lot of um social media for you know across different different products. I think my first official job was with Wally Adenuga Productions. Yeah, so this was uh, I had a gap here between uh, graduating graduating uni and law school. So I did uh, I I studied with Simon Page. And at the same time, as I got my professional marketing degree, and at the same time, I was handling and um, social media for um, Wale uh, Adenuga Productions. So, uh yeah. Then, and I was done with law school. I started working with my first like first post post uh, law school job and post nyc job was I, with um um Cast Forty Five so as castforty five i was handling media and social and um, strategic partnerships so yeah this is the this are the by i mean this is the beginning of my early life so i i never practiced law for a day as you can see <laughs> but uh, I, I mean i studied law and you know, it comes in it comes in handy as you grow in your career so oh, oh, um, from 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 Castport five I pivoted into, I went to um, Deal Day, uh, e-commerce platform. I worked in Deal Day for a bit. Then I went into advertising. I worked with uh, Syracuse Africa. Uh, Syracuse Africa basically is a Pan-African agency and uh, we were responsible for the launch of OPPO Mobile in Nigeria. So uh, I led the creative team that did that in Syracuse. And then uh, I after, after a bit of time in Syracuse, Still in marketing, I went to, I entered into finance. Uh, I went to Simple Finance as a handle to lead their marketing team. I grew from a marketing lead to the head of marketing for the head marketing and business development and Simple Finance. And Simple Finance basically is an, um, it's a venture capital that funds SME, debts funds SME um, businesses. So basically, yeah. That that's that that has been my journey, even from simple finance to Zen Finance, where I am now in the web three world. So basically I can say that um I I knew I was always going to be in marketing, but you know, growth marketing just became a thing now. But I think I've always been in, in marketing from like to now.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's that's quite a lot. And to be honest. I know, right. <laughs> And I, I, you know I was when when you, when you said when you, when you said you were a lawyer, I was going to ask that, okay, um so are you did you decide to broach, to just leave law and just focus on marketing? Well, I guess you already said that already. <laughs> so um yeah that's that's quite a lot. Um, thank you, thank you for being on this press again. um Wow. So many questions to ask from the introduction. Okay, so um, marketing for you started in school, university as a brand ambassador for Nokia Campus, correct? Right? Um, what was it like? Yeah. Yes. Or you sound like you had interest in marketing a long, long, long time ago. What What caught it for you? Why? What drew you to marketing? What was the attraction?
1: You know, I, I would really love to say like, oh, there was this, you know, this experience that changed my life and all of that. I truly can't say that <laughs> because I don't think there was any one, uh, there was just one experience that, that made marketing it for me. I just, I think from as long, uh, for, for as long as I could remember, I was always fascinated about billboards and um, ads from radio ads, silly billboards. Um, so I used to critique them. My mom and I, when we're going to school, we'll just see a board and then I'll critique the board and then we'll laugh about it and move on. So I think from from like secondary school about, I just, I was fascinated about marketing copy, uh, about interesting ads, you know. So it wasn't, it wasn't, at the time I didn't know that this was marketing, you know. <laughs> I just knew that, oh, this could be funnier, this billboard could be funnier. Or this could be smarter, this could be more wittier, or this could have been better. I just kind of knew that, and I liked the idea of that. And so, um, when I when I started, when I became a brand ambassador for Nokia, so pretty much it was more at the time it was more of a popularity contest. So people who are popular become brand ambassadors for brands. So uh, one time I I was having a a, a ban at the time with somebody on on Twitter. It was a heated debate at that time with uh, um not about Nokia phones and I think it was comparing a nokia phone to i think it was a motorola or something at the time so we're having like a proper heated debate on 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 twitter this was like this was somewhere in like 2011 thereabouts and so the um so I, i finished having this argument with this guy and then somebody sends me a dm so this this person sends me a dm and he's like oh he says i really know much about the product and what happens? What they do, and how people perceive the product, and blah blah blah, and all that they would like to have a chat with me for Nokia. So first off, my first inclusion was, mm, this is a scam. Someone was just trying to scam me. <laughs> so I did not. <laughs> I did not, I didn't reply that DM. <laughs> so I did reply that DM, and so about a week later, I mean, I'm in my house in my room. I was uh, I was leaving, um, the, in a big queue in the university so I was in my room and I get a knock on my door I open my door, this man standing in front of my door he says hi, his name is Moses Akwariz. At the time he was I think a director, a West African director for Nokia and there's a right in front of my room in my university I had not given this person my information, my name, nothing so <laughs> but they found a way to find me and so we had a conversation and then okay, I don't want to be a brand about for them, yes, but at the same time they liked my insights into, um, from the conversation that we had, they liked insights into the things that I thought. And um, they wanted me to just do like a bit of user research for for how young people perceive the brands and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, sure. So I, 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 at this time, again, I didn't know the, the specific words for these things. I didn't know if, if this was market research, if this is how how users interact, what this, did and that. I just knew that I would talk to you, you tell me what your feedback is about the product and then I can tell them what the feedback is. Do you get? So that yeah. that, that was pretty much, yeah, so that was pretty much it. It was later along uh, in my career, when I uh, got into um, Simon Page and when I was doing like my, um, I was trying to get a certification for marketing that I started saying, oh, okay, this is the term for what that thing is oh, this is what, this thing that I have done, oh, this party that I threw basically is events and this is how I should have calculated this and that's how I should have done that. Because to me, then in uni for like by Pinocchio, we threw a lot of parties, just random parties. <laughs> we threw a lot of events uh, <laughs> together, just to get people to come together to talk about the products, to wear T-shirts, face caps, take pictures, post it on their BBM because BBM was a thing. Played up in their BBM um, display pictures and all of that. So this was that that was if at the time it was when I, I I I was I started studying that I realized that there was a method to the madness, you know. And everything was not just vibes; <laughs> there was like a, a a an idea behind it. And having this um experiences while I was green and young and without the backdrop of of knowledge really helped because I was able to like make mistakes and and I was able to also do things very excellently because I wasn't burdened by the pressure of knowledge. Knowledge has a pressure, <laughs> so. I I could just like do things with my guts, go with my guts, and just feel the vibe and do that, and it kind of helped build that inner gut feeling that every marketer needs to have, and help help me build insight, help me build how to perceive how um um perceive trends, how to read them, how to create it's just this kind of stuff, you know,
0: yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. That's that's quite a lot, and quite the experience i must say (laughs) um so i can conclude and say you kind of put your hands dirty before even learning the theory the theoretical part of marketing or or growth marketing wow well i think that will lead me to my next question um because i think growth just like i said growth 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 is like a very common word now and even if not likely people sort of abuse it so um for the sake of those who are on the space, what, what is growth marketing and what is growth marketing not? I don't know Maybe you get my question. There okay. are a lot of, of broad words flying around. And it's growth hacking. Growth this good. Growth this. So what really is growth marketing? What is growth marketing really about? And what are those myths that growth marketing is not about? Like just those popular stuff that people say, and oh, no, this is not good.
1: So... um. So I like to joke around and say that growth marketing is marketing 2.0, basically. So it's what it is is it's at least to me, growth marketing is um is an approach to attracting, engaging, and retaining customers that is focused on relentless experimentation and intense focus on unique engaging motives and uh, uh, you know. It just it's, it's a deep dive into it's not just I'm um, acquiring users is why are my users coming is how do I optimize their experience at every touch point with the brand it's it's more than just I want them to see and hear about me it's I, it's more it's more about how do they see and hear about me why do they see and hear about do they how do I make that process shorter faster how do I optimize this for growth? um for um increase i don't want to use the word growth how do i optimize this for increase across the particular um whatever goal that i am i am i am working towards so that is pretty much um what growth marketing is it is relentless one of the, the key thing about growth marketing is that it is relentless experimentation relentless so it's not there's it a lot of trial and error that comes with growth marketing that does not exactly always come with um generally it does it leans into testing into experimentation into um expansion routes it's it's it basically applies different um not different but applies optimized principles into every part of your campaign or every part of your funnel so that you can create an increase at that point. So that's pretty much what um, um, growth marketing is. And then even up to the end of when you get the customers to come and you've gotten the customers, you have acquired the customers, you have gotten them to take action, they have taken the action again and they have made to spend more money on the platform and then they're telling their friends about it. It's The entire cycle is making sure that at every point in time in that cycle, that process is is the best that they can possibly be It's optimal It's faster, it's smarter, it's seamless, it takes away, it's working towards taking away the user, too much thinking from the user. So how do I make this user just feel naturally inclined to interact with my product? That is pretty much to to use my products. That's pretty much what growth marketing is trying to achieve, for every point in time, for every stakeholder. So be it, be it your internal stakeholders uh, and also your external stakeholders, that is your customers that you acquire, and even your staff, because like the word is growth is very vague. Actually, um, like uh, it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm in my role as head of growth, is very vague, in, in in the sense that it's. Everything can be can can. Everything is part of growth, from the product itself. So you do a lot of interfacing with the product, with the product team, with the research, with the content that comes out, with the brand design, which with the customer service, with um, every touch point is your business as a growth marketer, because every touch point can make or break that optimized process that you're trying to implement. You're trying to, to get for the company for your product and um and another thing that is that with growth marketing the goal posts, it changes every day <laughs> so there's no like yeah so the goal just keep getting farther and farther and farther because when you when you optimize this process means you can optimize it again, or you can optimize another another part of the process and so the the Goal keeps changing, so you are never really fulfilled <laughs> as a <in> group marketer. <laughs> you are never truly fulfilled, but at the same time, the same time it's a really exciting, uh, exciting uh, experience. Yeah, if you if you really want to do it.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much. Um, I, I think what what stood out for me is um growth is continuous experimentation. I I, I can't but agree less because. <laughs> As a growth marketer, you're into growth. You just have to keep experimenting. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and you said every channel of growth should not be ignored. Every channel of growth should be tried. So, again, so I want to ask, um, what's what's your best growth channel, and why? Like so far, what do you think your growth career and your growth marketing career what's your best channel and why i know every channel should be tried but so far what's your best okay
1: um hmm, this is tricky and it depends on the product that you're trying to sell okay so there's no one size channel one size all channel for every product or every service that you're trying to push as a growth marketer so for example if your If your product is, say, a blog, for example, yeah, a blog that you make your revenue is, um, you make revenue through ads, it will make more sense if your channel is create viral content Will make more sense for you to do that. If that is your major push, your major where you spend the most time, effort, energy, is viral content, a little bit of social ads, but via focusing more on virality, you're thinking clickbait, you're thinking, all those kind of things. If your if your if your product is a blog, if your product is a is a uh, let me think of something that is big, if the product is luxury, luxury interior. Um, and something physical, like, uh, furnitures now, if that is your product, viral content, meh, might not exactly work for you because of the clientele that you're trying to speak to. So something like social media ads, tailored social media ads of particular geographical areas might work for you. So say if, if my, my store is at, um, is in Lake Key, for example, I'm speaking using Lagos as example, and the products on my store range between the, the pricing, it's between 500,000 Naira to and above, I would not, as on particular areas in Lagos that I would not want to target with that ad, because I'm looking at how much we can, how, what is the um the general, you know, income in that area? How do they earn? How do they, where, where do I want to target my ad? I want to target my ad that people that I think can afford from research can afford the product i am selling i want to do um say i want to put my ad in the airport lounge i want to put it in so it depends on what product you are selling and who your customer is this then helps you to to know what channel will be best for you now for zen finance our a major channel is um the most preferred channel will be google ads google um ads so digital digital and social media ads these work for us because for like the zen finance mobile app we're trying to get users between um, let's say 18 and 40 to download the app to use to fund their wallet to use the app and then i'm targeting people that are that are here on <laughs> this space I'm targeting you know Twitter users I'm targeting people on Instagram on Facebook so I'm targeting people that search how do I I search I want to find out more about um crypto that want to find out more about decentralized finance I find out alternative ways to invest their money so I'm targeting them because of the keywords that they search on YouTube I'm searching on um, Google I I I'm searching them there I'm putting my ads on you on YouTube because I know that my my, my audience is there so for us, that is my preferred and my most my most exciting for this particular product, that's my most exciting um channel to push. Yeah. But for every other product, you have to determine what is this product, what is this, what is the general user lifecycle, um, my customer lifecycle on this product. How where are the, the target customer, who is my target customer first things first? Where is that person? How can I reach that person? And then you can then start picking your channels based on that and then optimize based on the ones that is most perform that's performing um, better so digital marketing you know, as much as everybody wants to do digital marketing every time and it's a great great way to market it does not work for every product F- funny enough it doesn't work for your product. and so say i'm doing private banking for example uh my 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 target audience might be in i might want to spend more money on having on hiring high-end sales and business development people and pushing that as my major way to target um, my customers because of, one, the clientele that they already have, two, the they're trying to attract to my business because it's private banking. The customers that I'm looking for are not on Instagram to, uh, to see my ads 24-7. They're most likely going to be spending their evenings in a golf club, uh, in the Koyi club in somewhere so and they're probably not on their phones where they're doing that they're having chats they're having a drink they're laughing so I need to meet them there so for for that kind of business I would not target digital marketing would be the least um product that I want to spend I want to spend money on time on I want to spend that time and that money on something else on having business development um um or a proper sales force to to push that so I hope you get.
0: Of course, of course. Yeah. Yes, yes. So I can I so. can tell
1: you that this is the best or the only the uh, cha- marketing channel. It just depends on what product you're trying to sell.
0: Great, great. I, I think that's 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 also awesome, man. It makes a lot of sense. Um, to to those starting their growth growth journey, their growth career on this and that uh, opportunity to be on this space. If I told us the only thing you can take with you. Um, there's there is no particular she, she's saying there's no particular channel that is the best. What should decide the channel to be used for time is your product, what you are trying to sell. Thank you so much for sharing that mercy. Um so just before I ask the next question, we have we have students, the current court, the student of the current court of our school is a good school, they're also on this place. At some point, I know that we have one or two questions for you, Messi. So when we when the time comes, uh, please do well too. <laughs> They'll be looking yeah, to learn. I'll be sure, sure you. to
1: answer. I'll be sure all to answer that right. question.
0: All right, all right, all right. Um okay, so um you you said something about um growth is ex- is continuous experimenting, right? So yeah. um before people get the wrong message. <laughs> My question is very funny and and still actually very realistic. So at which point do you know that this is not experimenting, you're actually burning money? Do you understand what, do you, do you understand yes. what I'm saying to ask? So at uh-huh. what point, as a growth marketer, as a growth manager, do you decide that, okay, this is not test? We This is not working. We are not experimenting. Anything. Just this is to... not working. Yeah. So yeah. at what point?
1: So one of the things that yeah, so one of the things that a good marketer must be, you must be data-driven. Now, as a, that is one thing that you must. There's no negotiation. There's no negotiation about that part of being in growth marketing. You have to be data-driven, and you have to collect your data in real time. You, some, I, I like it on my team. You have to fail fast. Because sometimes, if you when you, when you collect data in real time, um, you're, you're, you're meticulous about it. You can see the patterns. You can see that this thing, you can quickly see, tell that this thing is failing and it's not just an experiment. It is failing. It is flat out, not working. So at that point, you need to feel fast and nip it in the board. Now, sometimes that strategy might be failing because of the time when that strategy is being used or the other mixes that that strategy is, is tied to now. We are all, I mean, I, I'm sure everybody here knows what, uh, knows that there's a mix with marketing sometimes. So it's not just one channel. Sometimes it's everything that comes into, even even if it's just one channel, it's everything that comes into play with that channel. So it could be the mix that is wrong. It could be the messaging that is wrong. It could be the entire strategy itself. The strategy might just, just be bad. It might just be bad, shitty idea. So, but if you are data driven, once you can see the patterns. You stop it. The first thing you have to do is stop it. Stop it when you say the patterns are bad. That nobody wants to, no matter how, how how much we say, oh, growth is experimentation and clinical, clinical, clinical. It has to be a structured solution that flows through the entire customer journey. And that's what your job is, to create that structured solution. And you cannot spend the entire company's money on experiments because your salary will not be paid. <laughs> you have the money on experiments. So you have to go fast. You have to look at the data. Listen. No matter how, how important that strategy or that campaign is to you, you have to listen to what the data says. Now, one of the things that I have, I have realized, even with myself, that I had to unlearn Quickly, Sometimes when I feel like an idea is really good, you know, you are, you are showing your guts, you're convinced that this strategy is, is good and it should work, but data is telling that it's not working and you're pushing through and saying it's going to work, it's going to work. you need to let it go, you need to let it go for a bit of time because maybe you need to step out of that, that, that campaign or that strategy and look at it from an outside without the attachments that might help you be able to see things um, clearly but you need to stop as soon as the data is telling you that it's wrong that's the time to stop that time to stop is once you get the data that tells you that it's wrong stop it reevaluate it if it's you really are convinced that's a really great idea stop evaluate restructure reduce the spend so that the impact of it, the impact of it failing a second time doesn't really affect your bottom line. So, if if the first time it failed, you guys were spending, say, you spent um, fifty dollars, and it's failed, as an example now, when you want to try 3D again, reduce that spent like thirty dollars or twenty dollars, so that if it fails again this time, it doesn't it doesn't really affect your. Your, your bottom. key, okay, this idea is actually really really bad, and that's why it's failing continuously. But if it works the second time, then you can increase its spend. Do you understand? So you need to stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> Just basically, <laughs> it's a fire. You stop. Let it let it let it die out first, and then you can start again. Uh,
0: this really makes sense. Honestly, this makes sense. <laughs> okay, so um, it's it's more of, it's more. Of, let the data guide you, not yes, your head.
1: always let the data drive you. Always let. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we're trying to fight it too because we, we strongly believe and we know that this thing would work. And then sometimes for some, for some other people and, you know, motivational speakers will tell you if you believe it, you can do it. and can. Go, but if the data tells you it's wrong, <laughs> it's wrong, dear, it's wrong. <laughs> Just let it go. Uh,
0: got that, got that. That makes a whole lot of sense, and that's super, super true. Um, Okay, so for our listeners, if you have any question, you can just indicate for now. Just you can indicate if you have any question, and we'll, be, we'll allow you to speak and ask a question. And I know Mercy is more than able to answer any question you might have. Um, All right, so... Um... So this might sound um, a bit personal, messy. Um but sure. your growth marketing career and journey, right? Have have there been lows, like do you have a worst moment. How was it like starting out growth your growth career in a form of formal and official setting if Okay. So yes, like with
1: every everything in life, there are lows, you know. I've been I've been losing different parts of my in different parts of my career, uh, and that also been extreme highs at the same time. Now for the lows, I think um, one of the okay with one of the things I first struggled with when I joined um, Zen Finance. Now first, I was joining Zen Finance as head of growth. One, two, I was joining Web three, My prior to since I had not worked in Web three ever, I had very little crypto knowledge. Absolutely. Almost next to nothing. <laughs> so here I am entering into a management role with zero knowledge about the industry to, to start with. My and, God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, And to not talk of practical in that industry. And then to lead, to grow and lead my team to be able to achieve wonders. <laughs> so this was the beginning of, I mean, the, that was the beginning of a low <laughs> for me because i i had a lot of anxiety a lot of fears i how i had to, how i dealt with that was first i took time to study i think i took about the first month to intensely study intensely study i signed up for everything that was absolutely around available to study everything i learned, everything that I had to do with web 3 and i'm still learning but i learned as fast as i could I was a problem to my friends, my family, to everybody that had any form of idea. I was a problem to that person because I would call you at random times. I would send you messages. I will hound you for information. I I was a problem to even my, my management team. You know, my CTO was tired of me at some point. My CFO was tired of me at some point because I was always asking questions, trying to understand Works, what what it was what the idea was and so that that learning is not always fun learning is not always fun I mean as much as we want to stay learning it's not always um a fun experience especially when there are pre there, there's uh, there are expectations of you so that was that was a very tricky time for me but I was I'm really grateful for the kind of team that I have um I mean they 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 were very you know, deliberates about helping me learn, helping me understand the industry, and as much as I understand how user you, you, people and users behave, I needed to understand how they behave in this industry. So I have to understand the industry, so they, they took their time to help me with that. Um, so that was that that was uh, an experience for me because it was where the two things happened at the same time. It was a a, a big role. For an unknown, an absolutely unknown um, industry entirely, and there's some of of the crypto of the blockchain world that we have still not even uncovered, you know, up until now. And so it's a continuous, it's continuous learning, it's continuous, you know, trying, try and error, it's continuous asking questions. But at least now I can hold my own in a lot of conversations, as 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 opposed to uh, the, uh, when I was hired. So this that that, that, was, that was that i think another low that i have was uh, like i remember so when i was working in, in simple finance we there was this particular campaign a customized product that i had spent time creating for mm-hmm. for a particular client i spent all the time and all the energy you know creating that thing and i was i was convinced that it was going to work and so I, 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 we had a meeting with this client and I pitched my idea to, to the client and all of that. And turns out, about a month or two ago, they had built this exact same thing, this exact same strategy, everything they had done, it had failed. Not only well. they had they, not done, it. they, they had done it, they had seen how was going to fail. It had already failed. And they had spent a lot of company time and resources <laughs> on creating that <my> particular product and <laughs> no. all. So, yeah, that was, that was, that was a low, because I'd be, mean, you know, when you think that it's going to work and it doesn't work, that that is. Uh, but the thing about it is, I try not to take any of these things personal. It's not a function of me as it doesn't reduce my value as a person, not a function of me. It's just a function of the idea. So that's one thing that, uh, people need to in, in every career that you are in in every point in time, it's not a function. If your idea is bad, or if something that you did does not make sense, it's not you, a function of you. It's that that idea is bad and you are a human being. You will come up with bad ideas as a matter of fact, you will come up with bad ideas. So it's okay for this idea to be bad or for the next three ideas to be bad I mean but I hope that you don't have three consecutive bad ideas but (laughs) (laughs) but, but, you know it's it's okay for that to happen to you it's okay it happens even to the best of us it happens and when it happens you you need to be um, ready to just divest yourself from it allow yourself to grow from it and you know Think about okay, this this is how this failed. This is what failed here. What can I do differently? How can it be better? How maybe? And sometimes there are no lessons. Sometimes it feels like there are no lessons to learn from something being bad, and that's okay. That's okay. If you cannot see what the lesson is, that's fine too. The thing just failed. It just failed, and that's fine too. Let it go. <laughs> just let it go, and then don't beat yourself up so much about it. Feel fast, dust yourself up, and try again.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. That was a that was whole lot in, in some minutes. I know it's... And thank you for sharing that with us. I, can, I can't but imagine coming up with some big, to you, like coming up with some big strategy and, oh yeah, i killed this and boom. <laughs> they said they've done this and hey, this costs us money and resources. I, I really can't. <laughs> I, I, I can't do more. It was,
1: really. streets, it was feeling. Absolutely. <laughs> a terrible feeling. But <laughs> it, it, it's it's just what it is. It happens. It happens. And when it happens, it's okay. It's okay. Especially when you're starting out your career, you're going, you're going to experience a lot of things like that. And it's okay. That's what builds, builds stamina. That's what builds... You know, um, you know those people that you have a conversation with and it's like they can see all three sixty possibilities in like a split second and you're just like, wow. Half the time it's from their own personal experiences. And there's some people that there's some there's some ideas that people bring up to me in my team and they say, Okay, let's let's try this, try that. And I can tell you for free what outcome is going to be. And that's this not because this person is a witch or is just absolutely a genius. It's because this person has been has worked long enough or has been in this experience long enough to see other um, to see other experiences, to see that, see this thing happen before, see the or, or similar things like this happen, or things that have this elements in it happen, and already can tell you these are the possible outcomes that you will get from doing this thing. And most likely that person is right. So if you do not fail, you cannot have this experience. You cannot have this sage insights if you don't fail.
0: Thank you so much. That's 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 really cool. Um, so I'm trying to rush my questions now, so so that the audience, if any one of them has any questions, they can just throw it. Um, so um, as as a growth, as the head of growth, right, and with your experience in the industry so far, um, what would you say you're looking for in a talent, in a growth talent that will join your team? What do, you, what would you say are those standout skills, characters? that you, you always look out for in your team.
1: That's if okay. told you a Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I look out, I generally look out for six things when I'm trying to hire. The first one is, I, I they have to be data-driven. That's one. And 2022, we only trust God. Every other person should bring data. And sometimes God even has to bring data. So yeah, uh-huh. that person has to be data-driven. Two, the okay. person has to be creative. The person has to be willing to think creatively. The person, um, three, the person cannot be afraid to fail, like I had mentioned. The person cannot, failure is one of the m- best ways to get valuable information. So the person cannot be afraid to fail. Or the person must be product focused. That is, the person must understand that, must understand whatever product it is that we're trying to sell. Or even the person must understand my particular product, the person must understand similar products to what I'm selling or understand products, have the ability to understand what the product is, what the product is. Yeah? Um, Fifth, the person must know how to tell a story. Now, telling a story does not mean that you have to be the best copywriter. Knowing how to tell a story does not mean you have to be the best copywriter, you have to be the smartest or the funniest or the wittiest. You must just have the ability to synthesize both quantitative and qualitative information into a compelling hey. story so just have the ability to mix the important things into a compelling story it would be great if this person had if this person has uh, an additional and think this person has great writing skill has the ability to come up with great copy and all of that that would be excellent but even if you do not have that particular skill set you must have must be able to synthesize qualitative and quantitative information into just concise and from um messaging that people can somebody can read and understand and resonates with that person and finally um i mean the person has to have a hacker mentality you have to learn how to um you have to just be a hacker you know you, you have to have a mentality you have to have it also has to be like adaptable trades you know uh, you can you can you have other skill sets Things that are coming handy. You can create a video. You can optimize a copy. You can implement a new A/B testing. You can pull data <laughs> queries and um, queries. Um, I'm not saying you have to do all these things at the same time, but you should have, you know, extra extra skills that will help you. Yeah, that's pretty much wow. pretty much it. And all these things are are not inborn. They are they can they are all learned. So I'm not looking for this optimus prime from the womb you can just learn learn a lot of these things as you go so
0: yeah that's 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 awesome thank you so much well that's some form of cheat question i don't know if there'll be anyone eyeing to join the growth the zen growth team or something i you didn't hear anything right all right (laughs) thank you thank you so much mercy um so now is the time for the listeners to ask questions. If you have any question, just signify. And if you have any question for Mercy, Before well, we wrap this space up. Um. Okay. All right. So. I think Messi nailed all the points that there is no question to ask again.
1: I hope I did.
0: I hope I did. You actually did, and you're really, really awesome and fantastic. So my last, this thing would be, what do you have to say to anybody starting their growth career or journey right there? Like, just getting to start. What do you have for them? What advice do you have for them?
1: Okay, um, as a newbie in, in growth marketing, Uh, Well, my advice is, as with anything that you want, as anything that you want in life, you have to be very intentional about getting it. If you have to be intentional about what you're trying to get out of this your growth marketing journey, where do you want to go with it? And then start, distill that process into tiny, tiny, tiny bit, okay? So if... I whatever your goal is. For example, if your goal is a short term for short let's like pick a short term goal now. Your goal is for the next three one year or six months that you are working this particular company as a growth marketer. You want to be able to achieve some particular um, milestones in, in, in increase for your product. You have to then optimize a bit, itemize what are the things that you need to do to be able to get that. You have to be very intentional about every single step of the way, very, very intentional about it. So if I want to increase um, increase acquisition by 50% or by 30% month on month, I need to now map out my strategy and break it down into daily activities, what I have to do every day that by the end of this month I would get this result that I want to get to. The first thing that I would advise. The second I would advise you to do is learn. Growth marketing is um relatively new, so there's so many things for you to learn. So just keep learning, keep learning, and also keep sharing your knowledge. Now, when you learn, you can also share share knowledge with other people and Talking about, what I've learned is talking about stuff that you know sometimes helps you to think out loud and helps you to know better. So talk about it. Talking might not entirely mean talking, but I'm talking to you now in this space. Talking could be writing it down. um, Writing it down in your, say it's a medium post or writing it down in your notes if you're too shy to share your information. Write it down in your notes. Write it down in your notepad somewhere. But write out your thoughts on whatever the things are, whatever the thing is. It helps you to think out loud. It helps you to see your strategy in black and white. And so think something about seeing helps you pick out the problems in that strategy. So think, write, um, learn. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. That's, that's pretty much what can help you. Uh, think, just think about it. Be intentional about your process. Learn. Learn as you go, write it down, and may the force be with you. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. because there's really there's no there's no um one one way street into getting what into becoming the best great marketer of all time. There's no road to that, but there's a road towards excellence, and that is a tested and tried road. As long as you are learning, you're constantly learning, you're constantly um thinking constantly applying what you're doing. You're constantly, you're doing something every day, every day, no matter how little that thing is. You're doing something every day working towards your goal. You will be excellent at that goal. That is, those are the rules for excellence. And so, and this rule applies to every part, every career that you're in. So just take the rules for excellence and apply it into your, your career as a growth marketer and you most likely will be an excellent one.
0: Wow, that's I think that's, that's a lot, and um, oh, yeah. I believe there is any growth growth newbie on the on this space. I I believe the person will take it to heart. Um, nabila is requesting to speak and ask a question. Nabila, can you hear me?
1: Think the person has to request to be a speaker first so that you can then accept
0: yeah she's been accepted and i don't know oh, okay Or uh... okay i don't know i don't know and you send your
1: question as a tweet and at
0: at. at... I think that works. Mm-hmm. You can also send your question as a deliver. Okay. So while we wait for Nadula to ask a question, if there's anyone who, who probably loves everything Messi said, and um, I want to give growth marketing a try, or should I say growth? Because Messi said there are different words for it now, so I'll just stick to growth. <laughs> okay, I want to give growth a try in the, in the marketing space. You have to do you don't know how to get started, all materials you need to go through. Um is it growth school is currently enrolling students, currently registering students for the next for the August court of the growth school. And um you can check us out. And um, you'll be glad you did that course. some of our students are also on the call. They are on this space. And it's been a fantastic, 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 fantastic session for them. Um, Nabila, have you sent in your question? So you can check out growthschool.equilibriumzone.org if you want to find out more about us. And we are right there. Every information you need. And if you need to reach out, you can reach out to Is Growth School via Twitter. Uh, okay, I think out... I've
1: seen her question. She, she okay. wants to know if there are any resources that she that I can recommend. Well, yes, there are a lot of resources available. Um I I always I used just go to Udemy. There's some free courses on Udemy, there's some free courses on Coursera, there are um facilities like um Is it School. That you know, taking students in, there's growth bodies, they're, they're just just. so. These are the ones that I know. The ones that I know, we have, we have, um, I, I always check out stuff from Coursera and Udemy. And I also, then there's this free course that Google offers, but likely for digital marketing though. But there's that free course that people, um, that Google offers. If you follow another thing that resources that you can get from all these channels, like EZ Group School, if you follow them, they tweet out stuff from time to time that like links to articles or links to, um, uh, what they call it, links to articles, links to quotes and stuff like that, that you can learn. There is also this, uh, this, uh, what they call it? no no on no, no list. I'll try and share the link after this call. It's a, it's a mailing list from a guy called Prof G that I, I subscribe to. And he gives, um, I think his name is Scott, Scott something. So he gives a lot of insight into um, growth marketing and um, Scott Galloway, yes, that's his name. So he gives a lot of insight into marketing generally, growth marketing um, specifically, and just other random random information that you may or may not need. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah, so just get the resources. Just um, follow all these channels, and f- go go when they tweet stuff. Go down the rabbit rabbit hole of the resources that they have sent, and you will see that you would all also get other resources from there. So if say you take a Udemy course now, on Udemy courses, largely at the end of the courses they put like links to supporting resources. They put um, they share um, some pdfs and stuff like that so all those resources can then come become part of your own resource bank so before the links to the articles that they have quoted you can then just follow subscribe to that entire website or that entire or the writer for example and subscribe to that person's um um, mailing list and get the information that you need and so yeah those are the things that i would yeah that's it for resources i hope i hope that helps
0: Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much. Um, does anybody have any question? We are wrapping up, and if you have questions, now is the time. This is more than capable to actually do justice. <laughs> um, all right, so thank you so much for attending this space. Messi, thank you so much for honoring our invites. I, I believe You're it's... I've, I've had a very awesome time here you share your thoughts, your, how you started your career, your journey as a whole, and it's been really, really awesome. I believe every other listener in this space have the same... They have the same feeling. The feeling is mutual. Thank you so much again, and we really hope... We hope this is not the end of it. We will be reaching out to you more often than... We, we we love to continue have you on our or future spaces, Thank you so much, mercy.
1: You are um, welcome. Thank you very much for having me and for contacting with you.
0: <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you to all our listeners. And let's do this another time again. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Bye
1: everyone.